What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? It is your mentor, B-Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys about the moment that changed my life. And there's no drama to that. This is the actual moment that everything started to shift for me. Okay, guys, so this has been a crazy week, as you guys know. And honestly, coming to the end of this crazy week has just kind of like got me feeling all sorts of emotions. I actually feel amazing now. For those of you guys who have been following the podcast, you know that this week was very challenging for me. And so because this week was very challenging for me, like I ended up like overcoming it and now I feel great. But I'm like, now I'm on the other side of like all of that overwhelm. And I'm like, all of these like emotions are just kind of like here, you know, it's kind of like when you get into a fight with your significant other. And even though the fight's done, there's still like the hangover of the fight. It's not the hangover of the fight with my significant other, me and Kirsten are amazing, but it's like the hangover of the fight with myself. Like I was like, arguing with myself in my head for fucking days and days. And now it's like, now that's gone. And even though it's gone, there's still like residual emotions that I'm like going through. So today I got thinking about the moment that everything shifted for me and the moment that completely changed my life. And so I'm going to do a quick recap and I'm going to get right to it. So a quick recap, if you haven't been following my story, you don't know my story. When I was 21, 22 years old, I was nightclub bartending and managing and I thought I was the shit, right? I thought I was Captain Cool. I thought it was, you know, hanging out with girls all the time and I'd go to after parties and I'd stay up for two or three days and I would just party and then my friends would go to bed and I'd stay up and I would do drugs and I was the shithead of my friend group. Like I was that guy, that was me. And when I was younger, like when I was 21, 22, I never really had anything actually going for me. Like I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I was kind of lost. Like I was kind of like, I kind of wanted to be a pro football player, but I never ended up pursuing it. And I had done a couple fitness competitions, but I wasn't very good at it. And I like 21, 22, I didn't really like care about, you know, where my life was going. I didn't really have any sort of like goals or ambitions. And so I just fucking partied straight up. But if you follow the podcast, you know that I'm a very extreme person. And so the moment that my entire life changed was it was a moment where I was sitting in a car in front of an apartment that my drug dealer lived at. I'm just going to be fully transparent. My drug dealer lived at this apartment and I was sitting in a car outside of his house and it was three o'clock in the morning. And the relationship that I had with this drug dealer at the time was that I would get substances from him. And then I would pay him with my nightclub bartending earnings. So every night after my shift, I'd come there and I pay him. And that's basically how I would get all my substances is I would just have a cash job and then I would spend all the cash on drugs. And it was just a really easy way to continue to feed my addiction. But then when I was 21, 22, around that age, I ended up getting fired from my nightclub job. So I would go to work and I would get money for drugs. And then I would go to this person's house and I would buy said drugs and then I would do them. And that's how I kept my substance addiction going. But I uh, ended up getting fired from one of my jobs. And so now I lost my stream of income that I was paying for my drugs with. And I still had an addiction. Like addictions doesn't, don't go away just because you, know, you want them to. I still had this addiction. So I ended up like smooth talking my way into, uh, you know, getting this person to front me drugs and then I would do them. And then I was like, I'll pay you back next week. So I was that guy. I was like, I'll pay you back next week. I'll pay you back next week. 
So I've been doing this for like a series of four weeks. Like I'll pay you back next week. I'll pay you back. And the bill kept getting bigger and bigger. So finally the bill got to $9,000. It's crazy talking about this because I actually feel no attachment to this anymore, which is cool. When I used to talk about this, it used to like really like hit. Like it used to really like fucking just like knock me off on my ass while I was talking about it. But now like I actually feel no attachment to it, which is pretty cool. I was sitting in front of his house. I was like looking to get my fix. So I'm like, I'm trying to get high. I'm like sitting outside of his house and I'm like, like, fuck, I'm like, okay, I don't have this money again. So I'm going to have to talk my way out of it again and, you know, make up another excuse about me, like getting the, uh, you know, getting the money to him later. So I fucking call him and I'm like out front of his house. I'm like, Hey dude, I'm here. He's like, cool. I hope you have my fucking money. And I'm like, I don't but like blah, blah, blah. And he just cut me off. He's like, yo, he's like, unless I come outside and you have my fucking money he's like, I'm going to kill you. Unless you have my money, I'm going to come outside and I'm going to kill you. And he was yelling top of his lungs, just like literally like going ballistic. So I'm so sick of your fucking bullshit, blah, 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 just going off. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't have the money. So I'm like, I'm trying to like talk him down and he's going off. And um, this guy's livid, losing his mind. And like, I've been basically saying bullshit. Like, I don't know how many of you guys have been addicts before, but when you're an addict, you just say shit out of your mouth and you don't even know what's coming out, right? It's just like, it just comes like, so I was just spewing shit out of my mouth. And he was like sick of it. He's like, I'm fucking done. He's like, I'm fucking coming downstairs. You're fucking done. Like, I'm fucking sick of you. He's like, and he was like, I'm going to kill you. So I'm sitting in this car and I'm okay. I'm downstairs. I'm like, do what you got to do. Like, I'm like, I don't have the money and there's no way I'm going to get it because I'm an addict. So I'm like, I'm out front. Do what you got to do. And then I'm like, the way this guy was talking to me, I was actually certain that he was going to kill me. Like a hundred percent dead certain. So I just sat there in this fucking car out front of his house, just literally waiting. I waited for like five minutes nothing, 10 minutes, nothing. And then I started crying. I was like, what the fuck? How the fuck did I get here? Burst into tears. Thought about, I'm like, if this is the end of my life, like, I can't believe like, this is how I'm fucking gonna die. Like, what the fuck? Like, how did I get here? Like, I don't understand. Crying, just tears. And then I was like, well, if I'm gonna die, I need to be honest. So I'm fucking, holy fuck. So I'm like, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna be honest. So I called my auntie who's like my mom. I fucking love my auntie. And I, I finally told her the truth. I was crying. I was like, I'm addicted to drugs. Like I'm doing cocaine right now. Like I owe this guy like $10,000. Like he said, he's going to kill me. And literally all she said to me, I fucking love my auntie. She literally said to me, she's like, you got yourself here. Get yourself out. That's all she said. You got yourself here. She's like, I love you. But I'd been like addicted to drugs at that point for like four or five months. So she watched me like, like just like just completely spiral and crash. And she knew I was in a bad place. So she literally said to me, she's like, you got yourself here. So get yourself out. And I was like, okay. So hung up the phone, sitting there crying, thinking about what I was going to say when this fucking dude came downstairs. Cause I'm still sitting in front of his house. It's been like 15 minutes. I'm like, it's only a matter of time before he comes out and fucking does what he needs to do. Sitting there. I sat there for an hour. I sat there in that fucking car for an hour, crying my eyes out, thinking that I was going to die. But the dude never came outside. The dude never came outside. And so when he didn't come outside, I drove home. I was driving my grandma's car, by the way. I was a fucking POS. My car had got read and possessed because I'd stopped paying it because I was spending all my money on drugs. And now I didn't have any money. And I owed the drug dealer like $10,000. So I didn't have a car. I was driving my grandma's car. So I drove my grandma's car back to the trailer park that we lived in. And I uh, went inside. And I think I've told this story on the podcast. And when I went inside, I was fucking just like, tears just like dripping down my face. My grandma actually didn't ask me what was happening. She didn't like 
I was like burst into tears. She didn't ask me what was happening. She literally just like, I just collapsed on the couch and I just fucking cried my eyes out. And she came out and she just like read me the Bible. She just held my hand, cried with me and was just like reading me verses from the Bible. She didn't even know what was going on. It was like four in the morning and I come home crying. She's just like, comes out, holds my hand and starts reading me the Bible. So that was the fucking moment that everything changed for me. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. That was the moment that everything shifted forever. Now, I'm going to share something special with you guys because some of you guys might have heard that before. And I know that from the next point, like the next part of the story goes, at that point, I went away to a summer camp, et cetera. I slept for four days and then I ended up going away to a summer camp. Like you guys have heard that part. But I want to tell you something that I haven't ever told ever, this part of the story. So after, you know, the incident where I come home, I'm crying. I ended up like staying on my grandma's, you know, in my grandma's house for four more days. I literally slept for 12 hours. I'd wake up, go back to bed, sleep, wake up, go back to bed. Cause I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do with my life. And I'm like, none of my friends like me. I can't do drugs anymore. Don't have any money. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I just slept. I went away, got a job at a summer camp as a cleaner, scrub toilets, blah, blah. Worked there for two months, worked on my goals. I ended up getting my health and fitness back, started doing fitness competitions. I ended up winning a fitness competition. I've already told that part of the story, so I don't want to get too much into that. What I haven't told you guys is when I went back to see myself. So I'm going to tell you that because I think this is really powerful. So after that point, I got clean and I started working on my fitness goals again, started working on my online business, started getting like, I ended up paying off that drug dealer. So he didn't end up coming to kill me. I worked at the summer camp that summer and literally every single dollar that I made, I just sent to him. So I was like, I don't want to die. So I'm just going to pay this dude off so that he doesn't eventually come down and kill me. So I ended up paying this dude off. The next is like seven months later, I entered a fitness competition and I placed second. I know it, was, it wasn't seven months. It was like, it was like 11 months. And then six months after that, I entered a fitness competition and I placed first and I basically got my life back on track. And then I did something that I want to share with you guys. And this is the entire reason for the podcast. I think that all of us have done shit in our past that we're not proud about, right? I think we can all relate to that. All of us have done shit in our lives that we're not necessarily happy about, excited about, you know, shit that we might be ashamed about, even guilty over. We might feel like disgrace. Like we might feel like we're not worthy because we did these things. So that's how I felt as an online fitness coach. I was like, once I got over my shit, uh, you know, I was no longer an addict. Two years after that, I was crushing it as an online fitness coach. Like two years after that, I was inspiring. Like I had like 40 one-on-one clients that were paying me monthly. Like two years after that, I was fucking crushing it. And you got to understand that if you go from being a drug addict to being a wealthy and successful business owner in two years, it's going to piss some people off. Like there were some people in Calgary that were not fucking happy with me. Like they were like, fuck this guy. Like he went, like he was an addict and blah, blah, blah. Right. Everybody's got their own opinion. And I respect that. But for me, it wasn't about that. It was about like, I was running a business where I had like 40 one-on-one clients. And then I was also dealing with a lot of outside people, like not a lot, but I would get some outside feedback being like, you don't deserve your success because you were a shithead, whatever. But it wasn't that that was bothering me. It was in my fucking head, right? It was in my head because when somebody else would say that shit to me, it would trigger something that was already inside of me. So if somebody else would come up to me and they'd be like, you don't deserve your success because you like you used to be a drug addict. The reason that bothered me is because I believed it. 
right? I fucking believed it. Like that was like, I believed it. I actually thought that about myself. Like I thought about myself that I don't deserve success because I was an addict, because, you know, I got my car repossessed, because I lived on my grandma's couch, because I stole from people, because I, because I, because I, because I, in my past. And so I was holding on to the, all of this like resentment towards myself. So whenever anybody would come at me and say like, you don't deserve it, it like triggered me because it just awakened something that was already inside of me. Okay. So I realized that I needed to forgive myself. So I'm going to tell you something that I did. So let's go back to that apartment, that apartment that I like was sitting in front of, and I owed this dude money. And he said he was going to come outside. and He was going to kill me. Two years after this incident, I went back to that same fucking place, the same apartment that I sat in front of where I told my auntie that I was a drug addict. I went back to the exact same. I've never told anybody this, this fucking ever. I went back to that same place and I looked at the spot where my car was parked when I was sitting in front of the guy's house. And I thought back to the version of Brian Mark that I was when I was sitting in that car. Here I was, this like strong, powerful leader, two years later, running a business, leading a movement. Like I've got 40 one-on-one fitness clients. They all fucking love me. I'm like crushing it. And here I was as this powerful leader. And I went back to the place where I was an addict. And I literally sat down on the curb and I stared at the spot where I parked my car two years ago. I stared at it and I remembered that version of Brian Mark that was two years prior, addicted to drugs, completely lost, you know, calling his auntie, telling him that he was like, he's fucked. No idea what he was gonna do with his life. I went back to that spot. I looked at that spot where I was parked and I just told that version of Brian to keep going. And I told him, I was like, it's almost like I became my own angel and I imagined myself traveling back in time to that version of Brian that was sitting there in that car. And I just imagined talking to him and just telling him that like he was going to be okay. And I was like, I was like, man, I know it's fucking hard right now. And I know that you're going through some shit that you don't even like understand and you feel like you're going to die, but you're going to get through this. And I went back to myself and I gave myself the love that I deserved. And that was the first part of my healing process. That was one of the craziest moments of my life. It wasn't the actual experience. It was going back, going back to that place. Guys, I think that in our lives, a lot of us are really guilty of constantly condemning ourselves for who we used to be. And that's what I was doing. I was constantly condemning myself for who I used to be. Just like beating myself up every single day over mistakes I made two years ago, mistakes I made four years ago, mistakes I made seven years ago. So I just decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. You know, I just decided that I, I needed to give myself the love. I know, I fucking know, I know for a fact, there's a lot of you mother truckers that are listening right now that need to do what the fuck I just did. Cause there's a lot of you guys that are listening right now that are beating yourselves up right now for who you used to be. And I can promise you, I can absolutely promise you that you will never, ever, ever achieve the level of success that you deserve until you forgive yourself for who you used to be. And until you give yourself love for who you used to be. Like, do you remember when you were going through pain? Like how alone you fucking felt? How like dismal it seemed? How like you thought that it wasn't gonna end? For those of you guys that are like, have gone through fucking serious heartbreaks and you literally thought you were gonna marry the person. Or for those of you guys that have gone through like bouts of depression where you haven't left your house for six months. Or for those of you guys that have gone through an addiction like I fucking did, where I like literally was like so addicted to drugs that I was thought I was gonna lose my life. Like, do you remember how alone you felt? I fucking do. 
And I think one of the most powerful things that we can do is to give ourselves the love that we fucking deserve. But so many of us don't do that because we're condemning ourselves for shit that we used to do. Like, you don't kick somebody when they're down. That's my thing. And if you guys are carrying around shit from your past and you're like, oh, I used to be such a fuckhead or I used to be this or I used to be that and I used to, used to, used to, used to. And you're like, you're always kind of talking about what you used to do, what used to be. You're never going to recover and you're never going to heal because it's almost like you're like that version of you needs love and you're just fucking constantly just like, oh, you're fucking idiot, stupid, you're dumb. That's not what like you need. You need to give yourself the love that you deserve. And so the moment, the real moment that my life changed forever was when I started giving myself the love that I fucking deserved. And I stopped condemning myself for who I used to be, saying that I was an idiot or a loser. It all shifted for me when I realized that I just needed to give myself the love that I fucking deserved. Like you're not alone, you know? And for those of you guys that maybe you're going through pain right now, maybe you're in pain right now. Like this is your pain. You're listening to this. You're like, I'm fucking in it right now. There's like, you got to give yourself the love that you fucking deserve and know that there's somebody out there that's looking out for you. Even if it's you, you want to know what's super fucked up about this. Like actually though, I think that I did talk to myself. Like I think on some level, on some way, in some way, shape or form, me going back to that place and staring at that spot and talking to my old self that was sitting in that car, I actually believe that I talked to myself. Like, I think I was my own angel. Like, giving myself, like, that voice that was like, just fucking, just keep going. Just keep fucking going. Damn. Well, that was fucking fun. Shit. That was some real shit, homies. I've never shared that before. Because, like, you can't write that into a podcast. You can't. I can't write that down. I wanted it to be real as fuck. I wanted it to be real. Okay. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you got some value. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. I wouldn't fucking be here if I didn't give myself the love that I deserved. I wouldn't be doing this podcast for you guys right now if I didn't give myself the love that I fucking deserved. You understand what I'm saying? So you need to go back to those versions of you that need some love and you need to give yourself that love because going back is also going in. You know, you're going into your mind that's what I'm doing. That's what I did. Like when I went to that place at that spot at that time, I wasn't like, it wasn't like I was time traveling. I was literally thinking about that version of myself inside of my mind and inside of my mind, I was giving myself the love that I deserve, which finally allowed me to start the healing process instead of going back to myself in my mind and being like, you fucking idiot. Now there's just this like negativity existing in my consciousness. It's like, I actually gave myself love. Like I actually was like, you're going to be okay. Like it's going to be fine. You're figuring it out. You fucking got this changed my life, changed my life. Cool. Guys, peace, love, protein, and I'll talk to you guys soon.